news. Ryan Ludwig, Scott Williamson, Ted Power, and the post-Reds bearded one, Ross Grimsley, remember him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Left the Reds so he could grow a beard, pretty much, back in the 70s. Welcome to episode 48. Those guys all wore number 48. That's that's why it's an honor of them. Of this formerly quarantined podcast, we're all sitting in the same room today. I'm Jeff. I'm Kim. I'm Tom. And this is a Three Old Reds Fans podcast coming to you on tape delay from an undisclosed location a few blocks from our good friends at Beans in the heart of Cedarville, the famous birthplace and final resting place of Reds pitching legend Bumpus Jones. You know who that is? Yeah. As a listener to our podcast, thank you for being one of the most loyal Reds fans ever. We have a five-star rating on the Apple Podcast app, but we love more ratings and reviews. Leave us a review there, a comment on our page on uh, podbean.com, or follow us on Twitter at 3 Reds Fans or on our Facebook page. We have a special guest today. I'm going to turn over to Kim for a moment. Not too long. I'm not going to let you have this mic too sure, long. I'm, sure. just, I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to monitor your usage here no i'm just kidding <laughs> just kidding anyway introduce our special guest please our special guest today start off dr don callen he is an institution he is an entity unto himself from cedarville college and cedarville university uh, more so known uh, to the outside world as being the head coach of the yellow jackets for many 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 years uh, well over 300 wins. Basketball. Basketball. Uh, and coached against uh, the West Virginia head coach, Bob Huggins, when uh, Bob was at Walsh University, if I recall correctly. Uh, has also coached the baseball team at Cedarville College back in the day. Has some interesting stories there. A very good athlete in his own right from Taylor University. And back, I'm going to say, uh, back in, uh, well, a long time ago, uh, the San Francisco 49ers uh, were interested in his service and uh, more so internally known for his discipling and mentoring men and women, hundreds and hundreds into thousands. And he and I were talking about that earlier this morning. So welcome, Dr. Don Callen, uh, just a beloved figure here. So Dr. Callen, thank you for joining us and, and letting us uh, uh, listen to your stories and, and what have you as we go through our podcast this morning. Well, I, I have a few stories, but I'm not sure they relate to anything. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, thank you, Kim. And yeah, it's kind of fun. I, I was surprised. I didn't even know what a pod was. Uh, a cast, I knew what a cast. I've fished before. So anyway, uh, so when you asked me to be part of it, I thought, well, I, I, I don't know a lot about baseball, but I watch the Reds, and, uh, you know, I keep, I've watched almost every game they've had this year, of course, I'm, I'm alone, so I, I, I have plenty of time to do it, and, uh, we're what, alone when we watch well, the Reds, yeah, yeah nobody watches. Well, well my, I was never alone when I not, did, not but Nedra doubt. loved it, did she? yeah, she loved it, not to doubt you, but do you see a lot of fans in the stands when you're watching their games these days? Well, I'm seeing more now. <laughs> they looked very thin, though. Yeah, <laughs> kind of stiff, yeah. like cardboard. <laughs> Johnny Bench was at the game last yeah. night in, in various Milwaukee. locations, in, Milwaukee. in various locations too. <laughs> and they're not cheering at all. Not cheering at all. Well, well, they're yeah. frozen and choker well, face. I would something say. that really bothers me is that I know on the, on, the, on, the, on the radio or on television they've got crowd noise, which to yeah. me with hearing aids. 
It's terrible. It sounds like I'm static. You know, I said, what in the world? I, I, but I didn't call anyone to tell them, hey, shut that thing down. <laughs> Although, have you noticed we're hearing the crack of the bat more? Yes. In these games. Have okay. you noticed that yeah, because well, of the... Yeah. And the... Da, 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 da. Right. Like you, hear the, you hear the ball hit the mitt. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, being an old coach, I'm sensitive to crowds. <laughs> I, I, Shut them out. I Shut like them out. crowds, and I love to hear them yell. Yeah. <laughs> and so nobody can hear you. There you go. That's exactly right. I have people tell me what a nice coach I was. That you didn't hear me. <laughs> I know. Then I had one guy one time came up and I hear you're cussing all the time. I said, no, no, I don't. I never cussed. And, uh, but he saw me yelling, and my face dictated to him that I was really mad. And I really probably was, but I don't remember it. <laughs> what number did you wear when you played sports? Well, I, I claim uh, 37. As your main number? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wore several numbers because I was when I arrived at college. I had never played uh, high school ball, and so when I showed up. I got the dredges of the of the supply room. I had a a leather helmet, best helmet <laughs> I ever had, by the way. And then they gave me a Riddell, a, a plastic, nothing, just straps inside, and you get hit and go wong wong wong. <laughs> And I wanted my leather helmet back, and they wouldn't let me wear it then. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Uh, but I, I copied that. I, I think it was Dope Walker with SMU many, many, many years mm-hmm. ago. And um, I think that was his number, as I recall. I'm trying yeah. to put it together now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. Well, let's, let's hit a positive note here, and we can all answer this. Coach, you've talked about watching a lot of Reds games yep. this year. So Dalton Spear at Daily Dalton, one of our loyal listeners. One of our many loyal yeah. listeners. Or maybe our only. I'm not <laughs> sure. I put out a question on Twitter yesterday. I got one response. Like, what we're gonna we're gonna do a show today. Chime in. What do you want us to talk? Any questions or topics? And uh, he says, "Can't wait!" With an exclamation point. So he's, <laughs> he's eagerly waiting to hear us. Um, he must. I don't know. Lonely guy, I guess. So he says, "What?" positively, in parentheses, surprises you the most about the Reds this season that you did not expect before it began. Did so what's, the best, po- what's mm. the best positive surprise positive. you didn't see coming? Good question. So what do you, th- what do you, uh, Tom, what do you think? No one could have expected Castellanos to, to be where he's been the first no. three, no. or 12, what were it, 14 games? No one could have expected no. that. I, mean, I expected a good year out of him. Yeah, but, but yeah, he's he's, been, a, he's uh, unconscious. Right? Yeah, if you were given MVP award today, he's it's his. Yeah. Him and Judge now are leading the league. Is that right? Seven home runs. Yeah, seventh last night. But mine is the the pitcher yesterday's pitcher uh, Bauer. 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 Has, and, and and you know, I I liked everything. I thought he was awfully cocky after his win the other night with his billionaire stripe yeah thing. billionaire stripe <laughs> yeah a little stripe. smile too at the end of it <laughs> yeah. but you know he kind of told you something about him yeah I mean, he is he's he's tough and you they, need they, to have a little of that then they stripe. relate to he told don't take me out and that's another issue we probably have to talk about we are okay we are, we are. Kim what's yours uh, I would say uh, the starting pitching we knew they would be good but Sonny Gray and Bauer, those two especially, yeah. have been just lights out. We're going to talk about Disco. Molly's had a very strong start. And I'd have to say, even though his average isn't great right now, 
Joey Votto, I think, has three home runs and has hit some line drive double play outs. Uh, it just seems that he is dialed in. So those two are positives for me. I think my my biggest one is like coach is Bauer because I, I thought Bauer would have a better season than last year and be good. Gosh, yeah. I didn't expect him to be this good. I mean, I'm like, he, I'm like, Nine strikeouts through four innings last night. I'm Googling, like, what's the Reds' strikeout record for nine innings, yeah. you know? Did anybody know? No. I heard it. I'm going to say 15. 16. 16. Who was it? Was it Jim, Jim Maloney. There Jim Maloney. Uh, Johnny Bench says the best pitcher. You guys didn't even know him. I know. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, I, and he also. You've been in the same room with him. Yeah. Have you? <laughs> so, at the. So, but you never met my Bumpus Jones, did you? <laughs> <laughs> but hey, because he, he pitched in the eighteen nineties. He was a mystery when I came to hey, Cedarville. Yeah, when, Cedarville boy. Yeah, Bumpus. yeah. Hey, what? when you got that leather helmet, who do you think it was? Who it was before? <laughs> it was Bumpus. Inside Bumpus. Bumpus Jones. That's what that said. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. I absolutely did. Um, Bauer, I was talking about Bauer. Yeah, how I don't good even, is he? I don't even know. So, anyway, um, uh, but yeah, he's been more than I more than I expected. He's the that's the Trevor. Like I said last night, oh, in that no, text, ta- that's the Trevor Bauer we traded for. Yes, I was talking about the strikeout records. So Maloney in the same season, I think. He had 16 in a nine-inning game, and in it, for extra inning games, he pitched 11 innings once and got beat. Pitched all 11 and struck out 18. Wow. Wow. Johnny so. Bench in that rain delay the other night, they interviewed him. He said Maloney's the best pitcher he ever caught. Yeah, yeah. He, better than that. Seaver, he said. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course, he didn't catch Seaver in Seaver's <laughs> no. prime. No. 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 Still, but it, 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 for him catching a guy. Well, so he never caught you then, Tom. No, oh, but okay. Seaver's was the Beautiful pitcher. Oh yes. I mean his 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 skills were flawless. I mean just everything flowed. I yeah. don't know Maloney. Maloney yeah. was. Uh, yeah. yeah. And Seaver was really, if you know, he he could talk about pitching really interestingly yeah. back in the day. He was very eloquent. And, mm-hmm. He's a gentleman. Yeah. yeah, he really and really he is probably Hall of Fame. Isn't he? I oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was first ballot guy easily, yeah. easily. Okay, so good. But he did play in New York. Yeah. Which so, <laughs> that's the that's a ladder to get there is playing the high profile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know we talked about strengths of this team going the season, and we said best rotation in the division. You know, I would say check on that, right? We talked about impact players up the middle: Moose, Gino, Castellanos. Well, so far one of, one of three so far really. I mean, Gino hasn't done it yet, but we expect him to. Mustakas has had injury issues. So he'll be back probably Tuesday. Japanese player, I thought it would be. Nakayama. Nice, got, yeah, he got lots of speed. Yeah. Skill. So it kind of remains to be seen. We said maybe a leadoff hitter finally. So it's a little bit remains to be seen, yeah. you know. I mean, mm-hmm. Senzel moved in there a couple days, mm-hmm. but then he left the game last night. A little groin issue. Hopefully that's not bad. I th- we talked about a deep outfield, but I think that remains to be seen because not everybody's hit yet. So, and we said solid bullpen, but yikes on that. So, I think it, I think it'll be there. It just hasn't been there yet. So, anyway, so that's sort of like catching up a little bit, re- revisiting what we did. But I think the big conversation to have today is about how long you leave in a starter. 
um, and and how and what do you, what do you do as a as a manager and a pitching coach? I'm sure they're working together to make these decisions. In okay, a game. so before you hit us with stats, I'm not. I'm not going. I'm. I'm waiting on that. I want to get everybody's feelings. Yeah, I was going to say. So, you guys, when you when you had to take out a starter, coach, you look at a guy, you have to make a decision to pull him out. Mm-hmm. Was it always the same kind of things that determined it, or was it different every time? Well, Did you cast yeah. lots in the dugout. <laughs> <laughs> well, usually we had two or three pitchers uh, that were really, you know. Really kind good. of guys you get, yeah, you want them in there. But I, I can remember playing Central State once uh, when Eddie Milner played. And they could, you know, you threw a fastball pitcher in there and it was shelling them out of there. They just busted. Eddie could hit in college. Yeah, and yeah. I remember we had Charlie Wilkins once and he threw the bullets, you know, and they were making them <laughs> sail out of the park. And so I, I put in the kid that was a junk pitcher. No, I, I didn't do it because I, I thought we're out of it anyway. And he was a junk pitcher. He went in, they couldn't hit him for anything. So I don't know. There are a lot of inter- imp- yeah. implications. You know, the other team, how did they like right handers? Did they like left handers? Uh, you know, uh, can the guy put the ball over the plate? Will he kill us? Yeah. Like, I think the big question that comes up is a guy's gone six, seven innings and he's doing very well. Yeah. Yeah, you know he's when he, he, he's given up one run, he's given up three or four hits. They haven't really touched him. He's he's retired the last six or seven guys in a row, and then he doesn't come out for the next yeah. inning. I forget what coach well, they had they called <laughs> Captain Hook. Sparky, that was Sparky, Sparky, Sparky Anderson. Anderson. But I I wouldn't argue with Sparky. Yeah, no. he had pretty good success. He, he had a pretty good hook. He had a pretty good bullpen. And, and you know <laughs> when they won it ninety and offense too though. Right, and when they won it ninety. Pinella went to the bullpen too, because you knew in ninety yeah, if you right. got through, if you were at a leading after six, yeah, ninety five percent of the time you were going to win the game because you had Charles the nasty and, boys, yeah. 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 So I, I, I get, it has to be a unit, a unit, a unit, unit, unanimity. I guess is the word. Anyway, that the, the pitching coach, etc., would have to have a say in it. Sure, because they watch them every day, every pitch. Yeah, and they I know. think there's a couple things. One is we're in a shortened season this year. So theoretically, you should be you should allow your starters to go farther because they have a shorter season. But there's hardly any spring training or summer training, whatever they called it. So these first few starts, you want to be careful of their arm, right? So that they can finish all sixty stronger. So I I think that I think that's why they're being pulled because you know they're not ninety hundred pitches is hard stop. Castellanos was over hundred, I think, or not uh, Castillo. Castillo, Bauer went to what 102 last night, I think. Roughly. Yeah, but I don't think they're I don't think they're letting them go more than that, especially now because they're still getting there. Yeah. All right, so what night was it, Kim? We're watching game and you're texting. Disclafani. Disclafani comes out. Uh, he had he thrown. It was his first start. He thrown 60 some pitches, been very good, and they took him out. Mm. And so just it was only 60 some. Yeah, 64. 64. Wow. All right. Now, musings from a fan perspective, very quickly. Go right ahead. We just got through with the series with Cleveland, and it was like, ugh, you know. And how many times as as we as a fan of whatever our team is, and and the opponent's pitcher is dominating, and what are we thinking? Let's hurry up and get him get out of there. If we can't get hits, at least build up the pitch count. Let's get him out of there so we can have a chance at a bullpen. This guy is dominating us. Now switch that to our Reds pitching. 
Di Scalfani the other night. Now, you, you just made a point, okay, he's coming off an injury. You may have a pitch count, but let's say it was a nine-inning game. 64 pitches. Are you going to pull him at that? Probably not. Fair point about the long season versus the compressed season. But the other night, he was dominating. And, you know, we three, when, when he uh, was injured about three-plus years ago, and John Helmick went to Dayton to watch Di Scalfani pitch, and it was like watching missiles go out of that ballpark. Single A, low yeah, single got, A ball player. I've never seen anybody get crushed like that. <laughs> he, they were hitting him over the scoreboard left got, field. He, he added whiplash to, the, this, to his injury. This is not a joke, Dr. Callen. Oh, Coach, he, they, they were knocking him out yeah, left and right. Anybody. And it's like, oh, gosh, we, why are we here? All right. But the other night, so when he came in, and last year, at the beginning of the year, he was giving up home runs. And then August and September, he really dialed oh, he in. He was really good. The other night, he was on. He was like Bauer. He was like Gray this year. Their starts so far. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, with the bullpen issues we've had, don't take him out. At least give him another inning. Even if he goes 16 more pitches, he's only at 80. But don't you think that must have been a pitch count for him coming off injury? I, Why would you ever take we, him out? Obviously, we don't know. But normally, the pitch counts... And, and, and again, this is sort of conjecture, guessing. Normally, your pitch count with someone who comes back is what? 75 to 80. And here's the thing, and I, I think I texted this the other night. Yes, he's been limited. Yes, it's his first start, but it's not his first workout. He has worked to build to get to that point where he can go in a live yeah, but game. but there is no AAA to pitching games. So it's yeah. for me, it's kind of like, okay, why? Why? I, yeah, I just want to win. So it's a right. perspective now. And I'll close by saying this. When when my daughter played at Cedarville, Coach Callen interviewed me one evening for a, a podcast, not a podcast, a, a show. And I remember Coach saying this on the air. He said, and, I, and I've said this before with us, without Coach here, Coach Callen said, no one knows the team better than the coach. It doesn't mean the coach makes the right decisions or the right choices. But no one knows the team better than the coach. And as Coach said here a few minutes ago, the head coach, the manager in this case, and the pitching coach, I, I acquiesce to that. They obviously know it better. But that's why I started as a fan perspective with the bullpen issues we've had and our team being dominated and get that pitcher out of there. And it was only 64 pitchers. Please go one more inning. Go one more inning. And, yes, <laughs> Nick Castellanos dropped that ball, and, and that allowed it. But we shouldn't have been in that situation. So I'll, I'll use that as to frame up the conversation. Okay. Okay, so, Mr. Stat. Let's so, hear it. So, no, no, no. I'm gonna, we're going to keep now, talking. He's going to be Mr. Point-Counterpoint I'm going to point-counterpoint a little bit. I'm just going to push him a little harder on this and say this. Coaches, you're right. Coaches know the team the best. Sometimes the right decision doesn't produce a good result, correct? That's correct. So the right decision might have been to pull Di Sclafani. It didn't produce a great result. Then you go to the next decision. And then you go to the Who next decision. Who are you going to put in? Then you're going to put in. <laughs> and it's been a coin flip yeah. with yeah, this nobody. bullpen, yeah. right? So, I mean, the, the, people, the, the, the people that want to say that, that he can't manage his bullpen, I'm not buying that yeah, so much either. because yeah. you don't know what you're going to get. Exactly. That's right. Okay. Yeah, but why'd they put in a position player to pitch the other night when you got so many pitchers? He didn't give him an inning or three. 
What was he's, that? That was his fourth appearance. He's never given up a run. Maybe he. Yeah. Maybe he's. Or, maybe or he, he should be a two-way guy. His, he okay, so, okay, we're gonna put in a. Yeah, it could be. Show you how it's done. We'll show you how it's but done. Last night was the first baseman, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was, yeah. What is what was up with that? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you're talking I, about thirty-man roster. I think, all these I think pictures. your comment I mean, about uh, he's sending now. a message. It may be right on. Maybe? Sending a message to the bullpen. Yeah, you ever sit a guy for the rest of the first half, coach, because you're trying to get his attention? Or, oh, yes. Or pull oh, off, yeah. you, ever, <laughs> oh, yeah. you ever pull all five starters oh, yeah. out? Oh, yeah. You think it was? I mean, oh, I, yeah. that was my first thought when I saw him out there. It's not like he didn't have an arm that could throw. You're trying to get their attention. I was, I was very blessed that day because we had a golf match, and I got home, and I ate dinner, and then I checked the score, and it was 13 to nothing, and I didn't even turn it on. They missed an extra point. I didn't watch any of that one. <laughs> I didn't miss a thing. So that's like the only game I haven't seen any part of this year. I've seen almost every pitch of every other game, but I didn't. I'm, I didn't miss that yeah. one. But the so, question to me is, I mean, they must have a, a relief pitcher who can throw strikes. They do, and they've come in and they've spoiled their outing just right, by right. throwing balls. And yeah, right too now many it's, walks. it's a ripe time for one of these guys to step up. Yeah, yeah. well, Garrett's actually been good. He hadn't pitched very much. We've only seen Stevenson like once. I think. And I think wasn't he's good. on the IL. Is he on the list? I did not know that. I saw him on the Prasco? No, he didn't send him down. So he's been good. Uh, Iglesias Lucas and Lorenzen, Sands. after Ugh. bad two or three times, have been good since. And even the the, the <clears> best <throat> thing that came out of that night at Di Scalfani, I think, okay, he pulled him, things happened, but did not Iglesias come in and close the door in yes. that game? Yes. And so that was like, okay. we. That's his only. To we, me, that's we, a different point, rather. We got, so so that was a good thing that came out of that, was that like, okay, maybe he's got his confidence and his swagger back. We need him. And so forth. So <clears throat> the other thing you were saying that night, Kim, was you, you just want to see a manager go with his gut. No, 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 no. I, I, you full, said, full, that's what full, you said full at first. Context, full that's context. The first thing you said. I would I, I, I like the data. I understand the data, <laughs> but I at times I would like to see a head coach, a manager go with his gut. That's what I said. Right. Okay. All right. And then I said, Well, is it we talked on the phone. You said something about I said, I said I said, <laughs> Well who I said, did you want to I said, we don't know what his guts told him that night. Yeah. It might have been I got to get this guy out of there, so I can't get him hurt. I don't, don't want to. Terrace Major's a touchy injury. You can it can re this, and you said, well, maybe I want to. You you did say, well, maybe I want him to go with my gut. Right. <laughs> I did say that <laughs> because his gut ain't working. So I, really, I want him to go with my gut, not his. But gut. sixty-four pitches. Yes. I get. I agree. I want. I didn't want him but, to come but, out either. Know, I but, do think it's funny, and and again. All right, injuries coming back, whatever. But Trevor Bauer, Trevor Bauer has spoken his mind enough, and Coach referenced yeah. this a few minutes ago. Bauer, speak up. Isn't it interesting? Two things. One, the only complete game we've had with David Bell as manager was a seven-inning game. Yep. And two, all right, Bauer went back out for the last inning, I think starting that last thing with 102 pitches, if I'm not mistaken. And I found it interesting. Tom Brenneman said, we just got word that there's no one up in the bullpen. You know, yep. that was so anti-David Bell. I'm not so, much, not so much convinced he went with his gut as much as he went, okay, I don't want Trevor to lay the hammer down on me. Okay, but wait a minute. Manager Kim Jennerette here. Would you let your pitchers go pitch a full game right now at this point in the season? 
I will say nine, this. nine inning game. Oh, a full ninety. All right, but it's hard. It's hard to relate to that because this is not unlike any other season. So, is it a night? What is that question with the season starting late March, early April? Just where we are today. All right. You're the manager today. You're, not, you're taking Bauer, over for David. Bauer Bell. went 115 pitches the other night in a seven inning game. What's the difference between doing that in a nine inning game? Well, if you could get 100 in a 115 in nine innings, it's Bauer will never do that. That's not gonna. Bauer will never pitch. <laughs> I, I, Bauer, I Bauer will never be at 115 I, in nine innings. The point innings. would be 115 pitches. Yeah. I put it this way. If it were Disco, if I were managing the team that night and Disclafani after five innings had dominated the opponent and only threw sixty-four pitches, he would have gone back out for the sixth That's inning. Right. When you also take into account what our bullpen's been doing, with what you know, right? And what yeah, we yes, know, sir. Yes, right? sir. We don't but, know if the right we, as Doctor Allen said, said it, no one knows yeah. the team better than the yeah, coach. Well, I we agree. call that the best guess. <laughs> 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 and there are times when it's the best guess. Well, and I said too. At some point, you got to you're paying these bullpen guys. You you have to trust them. You've got to you've got to use them. I mean, that's what they're there for. You just because yeah, right. you got a bad result doesn't mean you made a bad decision. That's you're, all. That's you're my carrying point. all these players. You might as well. Use okay. Them. Well, wait though. I've got a problem with that. David Bell's job is to win, not to pitch all these pitchers. Oh, the I agree. I agree. You pitch your best ones. I agree. He's, this is a major league. This is not. This is not a high school coach trying to let all the players and. Parents feel good. No, I didn't. That's not. That's not my point. He's not supposed to let all these relief yeah. pitchers pitch. No, 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 no. He's supposed to win. But he's but he's supposed to learn. He's, he's supposed to be able to use his starters and his bullpen together to win the game. Does this and say he's, that? And, and I think he's doing. I think he's trying to do that. They just haven't performed. Yeah. Does this say that you can't find those five relief pitchers? Let's say, without putting them in the game. In other words, you can't. You get, you I got, guess it's a truth. I mean, you have point. to see them under the pressure. It's like of the game. it's like in basketball. You know, you got six guys you really trust, but you need eight or yeah. nine. So you got to give some experience to my junior that. varsity team. Always used to build, beat my varsity team, but I wouldn't start a single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> but then I said, "How does I do this? How do I do this?" But anyway, yes, you're right, right. on target. All right. Oh, I'm on target. Well, yeah, you're you're the leader here. You know, you got to be. I'm just teasing. How many complete games have? How many? Not counting Bauer because his was seven innings. As far as I know, all the other ones I see here were nine innings. Has anybody else played seven inning doubleheader yet? Other teams. Other, no. other teams. I don't no, think anybody. I don't the think Cardinals and the Marlins are about to play a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they yeah. Got, and the they Marlins got, are like seven Marlins and one. have five scheduled the rest of the season. Yeah, five so doubleheaders. It's going to kill them. It's going to kill them. It is. So they explained the other night, last night, maybe, that <coughs> yes, that's they why did. they have so many players. Yes. It's right. like they're going to have those double headers. Yeah. Right. And they may. I wonder, if they'll keep, I wonder if they'll keep it at 28 and not go down to 26, but we'll see. Well, usually when you have a double header, you get an extra guy that day. That's the way it's been in Major League Baseball anyway. You get to bring up an extra guy for the day. Yeah. Can I change the subject real quick? Yeah. Designated hitter, yes or no? Yes. Oh, <laughs> high fives! High fives! Oh, I went with my gut. My gut failed me, right? <laughs> you thought you were in the office. You got designated pitcher, so you might want to designate. Oh, oh. no! The pitchers have to hit. They have to be complete players. Wow. Okay. Well, they're not. So they why, why, they, why pretend that they are if they're changing, not? Changing the subject was fun. <laughs> yes. That was a good. They can't even bunt now. 
Except for the regular Sonny Ray, not an accident. Sonny Ray can butt. He's the only one we had I last mean, year. The, the fastballs are harder. The breaking pitches are sharper. It's hard to bunt. Yeah. Period. All right. How many complete games, other than Trevor Bauer's seven inning, how many nine-inning complete games have been thrown in the major leagues this year, would you guess? This year? How many I'd would you guess? None. I'd say one. I'd say three. Uh, the answer is four. Kyle hmm. Hendricks on opening day yeah. for the Cubs. Max Scherzer, who now has, well. well he's, he's a good one. Uh, Garrett Cole and Dylan Bundy from Bundy from the Angels. Those guys have all thrown nine inning complete games, and Bauer has a seven inning complete game. That's it. So my question then to you, Kim, was also your frustration with this. I said I think your problem is really not with David Bell; it's with baseball, because David Bell's oh. doing what everybody else is doing. You're getting into a bigger question now. I was focused on that game, Disco, five innings. But you have complained pitches. about this before. I've heard you at times over the last few years, like, ah, oh, well, go with your gut, leave him in. I've heard you do it several times. I'm not trying to like. I'm not trying to like several times, but it's not every night. Okay. I'm just saying at some point, and I liked it when then we hired David Bell. I, I enjoy looking at the data. I, I do, but at some point in time, you just have to say, you know what, you know, Sparky Anderson, Captain Hook. I can remember back in the mid to late 70s, the Reds opened the season, went 44 straight games without a complete game from their starting staff. That was big news. Tony Kubek, Joe Gargiola talking about it on NBC. Da, da, da. You know who the guy was that broke it? It was probably Don Gullett. You know why? Because Sparky Anderson would say, he'd walk to the mound, and he would ask Don Gullett, what do you want to do? He would not give Freddie Norman... He would not give Gary Nolan, who came back oh, from the Fred Rangers, Norman for good he reason. He would not give Jack Billingham, who had back-to-back 19-win seasons in the early to mid-70s. He did not give them that option, but he gave it to Gullet. He went with his gut on certain pitchers in certain situations. That's all. I'd, I'd like to see that a little more, okay. not all the time. Okay. okay. Do you think that this is the year that we see more complete games, though, because of the shortened season? No. That as the year well, goes well, on, maybe for the because of the seven inning games. Yeah. Well, seven inning games might cause it. You mean for the Reds or Major League Baseball? Uh, Major League Baseball, because as as the sixty games goes on, it gets tight at the end. The pitchers haven't; they're fresher. Well, hmm. It's going to depend too on how how stout your bullpen is. Are you willing do to you, let how, your pitcher go on forty pitches this year? Oh, I don't if know. the bullpen's good, they'll pitch more bullpen. Like Nolan Ryan yeah. used to go 160 something pitches in a game, right? Yeah, and when you're extra and when you're uh, yeah, the guys that go 11 innings, like Maloney striking out 18, 11 innings, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it is a baseball trend. Period. But, but have pitchers ever been in as good a shape and as strong as they are today? No, in the history of baseball. Probably. So why couldn't they go 140, 150 pitches? You I don't know. know. Is it because they fatigue their arms too much? Dizzy Dean did, and people yeah. like that. I mean, those those guys in the old days they just kept throwing. Yeah. Now, yeah. it wasn't the same game, and we might as well know that. Yeah. The so, ball was different. They weren't throwing 95. The stadiums were like half a mile long, you right. know, from That's home right. plate to the outfield. It was right. polo grounds. Polo grounds. And well, anyway, I, I changed Tiger the subject. But anyway, <laughs> the old, old boys must have been tough, and they maybe didn't last as long. I don't know as far as years. I just don't yeah. think they threw as hard. They didn't, no. you know, they didn't fatigue no. their arms. like Probably a lot more junk, yeah. And some uh, talk. Not how many how many batters can hit junk? You're an old pitcher. Yeah. I'm just old. <laughs> <laughs> Former. But when you're young, man, you want to throw the cheese. You yeah, don't want to yeah, throw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you get the. One was standing there. New 
Then you get older and you learn how to pitch. You know, when you're young, you just want to throw. As Nuke Lelouch would say, you want to announce your presence with authority, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I do have some numbers of interest here I think you'll find interesting. Interest All right, so um, I because I see not, not just what Kim has said a couple times, but I'm on Twitter a lot during the red, during the games and seeing what a lot of people are saying that follow the Reds religiously. And there's a lot of complaining about going to the bullpen too early. A lot. I'm on, I mean, you can guarantee it. Anytime a starter comes out and he's been pitching well, people are complaining. Mm-hmm. Why take him out? Why take him out? And that's like my point was is of, I think this you're really you, – these people are really more upset with baseball than they are with David Bell mm-hmm. because – Here's some here's and we watch the Reds every we watch the Reds every night and we see what they do, and we don't real we don't really know we don't have a sense for what's going on around the rest of the league right because we don't see it and and um, you know we play the Indians and Shane Bieber has a long leash for a very good reason he might be the best pitcher in baseball right now um, he's I mean he's in the conversation and their staff their staff is really good right mm-hmm. which it has to be cuz they can't hit a lick they're not even hitting 200 as a team right now <laughs> wow. so last year the reds were had a third per for starters in 2019 the reds had the third most pitches in the national league through the third, third most pitches in the national league the reds starters so you could say bell leaves guys in too long he leaves them in longer than most they Reds averaged 94 pitches or more. Three Reds averaged 94 pitches or more per start. Wow. And Castillo had the six most pitches in the league. Whoa. And they had the, I don't know where you got this number. I couldn't find this stat anywhere for this year, but it's basically an innings pitch stat. Third most National League outs per start. So basically they had the third most innings pitch per start. In the but National isn't that league. an indication of how good your staff is? It's, it is. It's also how good they are, but also... Not pulling them right. as early pitches, as some others, the but, pitches part, but right. it is also ab- absolutely how good you are and how productive you are is certainly a factor in that. You don't you don't leave a guy in if if he had the staff of two thousand seventeen and eighteen, he he ain't leaving them in that long. Mm-hmm. It'd be really interesting to break that down, Jeff, and look at it <clears throat> closer to look at the the teams that have better offenses versus not. You just mentioned the mm-hmm. Cleveland Indians. Mm-hmm. Of course, you got to leave them in there. Mm-hmm. If your team average is below the Mendoza line, yeah. my goodness. Yeah, yeah. And our Reds have certainly, with the exception of Moose and Castellanos and Sinzel was on a little streak there. Our guys, you know, Suarez was below a hundred for the longest time. Yeah, you know, just not yeah. You want to win it now or later? That's kind of mm-hmm. what runs in my mind. My pitcher is doing well. I'm going to pull him out because I need him to go the whole season. Yeah. And, and, and the other thought is, I, I need to win him when I can. Exactly. And he's doing the job, letting him in. And I think you're right to hitting or lack thereof. Yeah. Well, the t- how what, close what, the game two is. Two the four complete. One thirty forty. I mean, like Bauer might have got another inning last night if that was a one-run game. Two of the four complete games. You mentioned Kyle Hendricks of the Cubs. They've been hitting the ball. The Yankees. Did we yeah. say more? Garrett yeah, Cole. Yeah, yeah. That lineup. Yeah. They've been murdering the ball. So uh, you know that that's got to go into right. it as well. And they're two of the best pitchers in baseball. So um, Cole and, used to pitch and, for the Pirates, right? Yeah, that Pirates. Was Chris Cross. Pirates, Astros. He gets a shot out. Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never, There's a lot positive. of great Pirates other places. <laughs> as Chris will tell us. <laughs> Pittsburgh is in the rearview mirror of a lot of good players. 
Um, the truth. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So this year, just for some context, this year right now, I I I did these stats. I looked them up last night. While I was watching a game, and then I did my due diligence and I updated them this morning. Wow. So Ooh. I was. Probably doing it. You weren't even probably out of bed, Tom. It's not your business this. if I was. <laughs> <laughs> so right now in wins of war, which is wins above replacement stat, their red starters are first in the league at two point nine. They have three of the mm. top mm. war pitchers in Major League Baseball right now. You can now. give a war about the bullpen. Oh yeah, I'm getting there. Okay. All right. I, okay. I'll come. I'll give. You want me to give all starters numbers or all, and then all relievers? Or you want me to do each number? Jeff, it, you shine, so you decide. How about we compare them as we go, okay. each number? Where do you think the relievers stand in war in Major League Baseball out of 30 teams? 26, 27. I, 20, I was going to say 28. I did. I'd say that. 27th. Point, negative point six. Wow. Wow. All right. Matt Davidson brought that number. Yeah. <laughs> he approved that number. Took a position player. So this one's a little hard to... Any, total innings pitched is a little yeah. weird because some teams have only played like half as many games True. as the Reds. But most of the teams, I mean, like 26 or 27 teams in Major League Baseball have played roughly the same number of games as the Reds. Where do you think they stand in innings pitched as a starting crew? The Reds? Yeah. Where Probably they? very good. I'd say they'd be upper half. I would agree. Third. Wow. So... But that again, we're getting back to the decisions being made. Exactly. Maybe wrong. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, reliever, the relief pitching. Where do we stand in innings pitch for our relievers versus the rest of baseball? We'll probably be less because if our starters are going right, longer, exactly. Right. I agree. Exactly. It's the reciprocal. Twenty third. Yeah. So they haven't been good, but at least they haven't been out there too much. They been, you know. <laughs> Fortunately, they're not getting a lot of mound time. It only takes an inning, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> it only takes like two batters sometimes. <laughs> Walk one, boom, there it goes. the relief pitchers pitched? Well, they've all thrown. We don't know about yet. No, they've all thrown. Have they all pitched? I don't know. Have they all been on the mound? They've all been on the mound. I don't know if they've all pitched yet. Okay. You got me. I didn't take them on the mound. All right. You better be on your game with him. Throwers. (laughs) You got throwers and pitchers. Yeah. All right. Earned run average. Where do you think our starters stand in Major League Baseball? And I'm doing this by Major Leagues because we're. I'm going to say it's like it's really not even two leagues this year. It's right. really more like top, top, the top three five. to five. I say three. Top Everything's five. been three so far. Second. Ooh. Oh, top. <laughs> you lose. You're close. Two point four nine. Boy, that's got to get your. Who's the one? Really good. You mail this in the. To the coach here? No, no, no. no. They got all these numbers. I'm sure they do. I think so. They know how much they weigh before and after the game, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where do you think the relief or our relief core ERA stands in Major League Baseball? 28th. 27th. 26th. 29th. Yeah. I was going to – I had that or 29. I went with the lower one. (laughs) Do you think it's – all right. Uh, How about this? Let's do a higher or lower. 7.0, 7.0, higher or lower? Higher. What's 7.0? 7.00 ERA. 7.00 ERA, higher or lower? Are they higher or lower than 7? An ERA of 7? Yeah. No, they got higher. to be lower. They got to be lower because they don't need to score It's higher. <laughs> A lot to get. <laughs> 7.53 ERA. All right. What do you think about the Reds' defense this year? I Good, think it's worse. medium, 
think it's definitely worse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Galvis is throwing stuff all over the place. I wanted that shortstop. Can't remember his name from last year. Yeah. Jose Iglesias. Yeah. See, that's how bad you want it. I, I wanted. Yeah, I think a hair flies in his eyes. Yeah. Oh, Doesn't it seem hair. like he's throwing yeah. all over the place? Yeah. yeah. He'll make, well, ball. he'll make a really great play, and then he'll, yeah. yeah. And then we have the drop. And, okay. So there is this stat. He's not tall Fi- enough. Yeah. So there is this stat FIP, fielding independent pitching, which is another way of measuring ERA. And it it basically takes into account ballparks, defenses, and so forth. The thing's out of the pitcher's control. All right. So the red starters are first in the league in that at 2.23. So that says if their ERA is 249 and their FIP is 223, that means they're actually pitching better than that 249. It's their defense is kind of hurting mm-hmm. them a little bit and ballparks. Mm-hmm. Um the relievers, same thing. Seven fifty three. ERA, their FIP is six, which is still twenty eighth. So they're still really? bad. It's not really showing much difference. Those are more predictive stats going forward, more than ERA. That's the way they look at it. All right. What about strikeouts? K strikeouts per nine innings. Well, we're number good. two. Number one. Number one as starters and relievers. Really? Yeah. The starters are averaging 12.43 per nine. The relievers are averaging 12.56 wow. per nine. So they either get jacked or they strike yeah, somebody yeah. else. So when we get either. them out, it's impressive. Yeah, yeah. If you, yeah. If, if you I, throw I, it over, I, I if you throw it over the middle of the plate. <laughs> oh, yeah, get to walk. That's like classic Lorenzen, though. <laughs> He's throwing 99. No movement. No but movement. It must not no be, movement. right? It must be. Yeah. Oh, well, last time he's striking him out or jacking the ball. Well, last time he pitched, he looked good. So we'll see. Ground ball percentage, which is an important thing at GABP. Reds are sixth in that as the starters, forty-seven point nine percent. The relievers are twenty-second at forty point two. Put the ball in the air. Um, yeah. Well, and now, um, oh, and the relievers. I didn't do the number for starters because they were really high on that, and they were in good shape on this number and walks. But relievers, how many how many walks do you think they're allowing per nine innings? Are relievers? Yeah. Nine. Nine per nine innings? I'm it's gonna say four. It's not that high. Three it's to four. Five point oh two. Which is twenty fourth. So that's we see the walks of walks will haunt, right? Remember the old scoreboard yeah. at Riverfront and it would be walks will haunt. And the little ghost would come out. <clears throat> and then home runs per nine innings. This, our starters are second in that, 0.59. We were first going into last night, and then Bauer gave one up. So the Indians are, you know, hundreds, a couple hundreds of a point ahead of them. But the relievers are dead last. Two and a half home runs per nine innings. Sims gave up one last night, didn't he? Yeah, so they're dead last in that. So, obviously, our starters are great. Our relievers aren't so far. But I think the main thing was to show that Part of the reason, as you point out, Tom, our starters are actually staying in longer than – Bell leaves the starter in longer than most, all but a couple or three guys, Indians, you know, whoever else has a really strong staff. And it's early in the season, so those numbers are going to fluctuate a lot right now. Part of that, and he's he's got good starters. And he's not – in like I said, we watch them every night, and so we get conditioned to seeing that. And so, actually – when it comes to baseball as a whole, our starters are not getting pulled. The Pirates must be getting pulled in the third Oh, inning. well, yeah. You know, they probably are. They're, they're skewing the numbers. So Are they still on the majors? Are they? Yeah. They got no, the second they got like, set, they got set, 
They're playing some independent <laughs> the reason, minor league team. Minor league out in Idaho. Nobody knows what's going Prasco on. They're Prasco now. <laughs> they're pra- yeah, they're down scrimmaging our guys at They Prasco. were afraid Toronto did come and play there. They'd never, uh, <laughs> they never get to park they'd back. They never get to park back. they go back up to Canada, right? <laughs> okay, so so we know that David Bell listens to this podcast for advice. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he does. I, I think yeah. it's time for us to give advice to David Bell oh, on, with word. this bullpen. All right, so do, what, we, do we shop and go look for replacements? Do we do we push certain people out there? Well, that's a good question. What is there advice a trade deadline now? Is there a trade deadline? It's the end of August. Yes, they, they, they extended it to the end of August okay. this year. Well, decision making his decision making may be based on numbers that he has from Pat. Remember, he didn't he didn't just acquire that this year. No, but no. he may have a vision. Of, oh it, yeah, it, you know, so many pitchers. Well, you go in early season. Yeah. You're going to play the guys based on last year and yeah, preseason yeah. And that you think are going to do it. And right. as you get into the season, that might yeah. change who yeah. you put where. Because yeah, the history, things, if it goes over 80 pitches, well, he's always got a sore arm. There's know? another dynamic that we haven't mentioned today that has affected this year. Oh, I'm, I'm anxious to hear this. I can't even <clears> wait to hear it. I can't wait. The change in the rule that a pitcher comes in and has to face three, three batter men. Yeah. That has changed, I think, how oh. they've used Amir Garrett. Probably. So that 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 adds to an equation that we've never had to face before, that a manager's never had to face yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of a time where I felt like that really mattered. Was that the speed it, up games or what? Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not really good. It's, it's, it's to get rid of the guy who comes into the left hander who comes in to face the left hander and then he's gone. Yeah, you know the, that's that's baseball. Come on. I know. <laughs> I know. It's, it's situational. Yeah. I mean, they took yeah. off. I mean. You know, Don. These guys really think, take off of a game. These guys think all the strategy that's disappeared yeah. because of the DH, well, you know, and now we take away that strategy. So they just left that. with no strategy in baseball. Allow exactly. that, but if you do that, the next pitcher that comes in, no warm up tosses. He's been in the pen anyway. He's warming right, up right, anyway. Right, you know right, what's going to happen? That's just have him come into the game. No warm ups. This was your thinking all along to bring in uh, Amir Garrett to face only this lefty, and then you're going to bring in someone else. No warm up tosses. That's Let's good, go. Man. Yeah. That's a good way to do it. Yeah. So I would tell you. You should get one of those. You know how Bauer has the Bauer for Commissioner T-shirt he wears around. I think we need to make one. Generate for Commissioner. Yeah, or or statutory. Or, or we just need. We need like T-shirts to pass out so people will listen to our podcast. Three old Reds fans for Tri Commissioner. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Tri Commissioner. We spell it wrong. T R Y. Well, our commissioner is. Trying, as you might say. I would try harder. I think maybe you ought to have a call in, manager's call in, that you could call in and punch. The problem is it'd be like it'd be like that old WKRP episode when they had Sparky Anderson there and no one was calling. Finally someone called and the guy was calling for pizza. (laughs) He had the wrong number. That's what it would be like. That's perfect for Sparky. We have slightly more listeners than WKRP, I think. So advice to the bullpen. I mean you know, I've heard. Here's the things I've heard: not using Amir Garrett enough. Should they use him more? Agree. Okay. Yep. You nodding your head, Kim? Yes. I agree. You have to say things. You can't just <laughs> nod. This is, a, this is audio. <laughs> I don't think you. I don't think you ditch the idea of putting Lorenzen in highlight no, situations. I, don't either, right? I think I think he's got to be. He's gonna. I think Lorenzo's got to be part of your equation. But he's got a short leash. I mean, how long do you stick with him, right? So well, you got to give him three batters. My, my, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I mean appearances. 
I mean, three more times of him <laughs> All right. sticking up the mound. My, my, my thinking on Lorenzen, and this isn't just because of this year. He's been a great story, right? When he had his father, uh, father led a hard life. They reconnected. Uh, Lorenzen hits a home run e- e- either the day of or whatever when his father passed away. He's been able to hit like crazy, pinch hit home runs and everything. He's been a great story. But looking just at his results on the mound, I have not been that impressed yeah. overall. Now, what stretches. also impresses, when he gets out there and he has those guns, <laughs> been very impressive. But in terms of the results, I just haven't been all that impressed. What's, and it's what, not just what, what, you, what particularly doesn't impress you about The results, results just, has just results. not been a dominant reliever. Because when we say, we've got to have him out there, I'm kind of thinking, he said do we? Do all right, he had a 2.92 ERA last year, 3.11 the year before. So what, 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 what are you seeing? 73 games last year. All I'm saying is, 48 he hasn't impressed before. me that where he would be 45. someone to come in and shut the door. I, maybe right. my expectations he gave, are he too gave much. up. He gave up nine home runs last year in 70 in uh, 73 appearances, 83 in a third innings. Nine home runs. ZRA was two ninety two. Um, okay, so who are I'm our just, best I'm three? Just, though? I'm just asking. Who are our best three relievers? Iglesias, I think we still have to put there. We'd have to say Garrett, Iglesias. Garrett, I, I, I agree with that. I think the guys that, that they're expecting to be the best three and to count on to be the 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 oh, highest Garcia. leverage guys are those two guys in Lorenzen. I think so too. That's, I would agree that's, with that. That's what that's the expectation. Yeah. You know, we've seen Nate Jones have some good outings. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we're going to get out of Stevenson eventually. We can't I think really they, say anyone I, else. I think we're seeing. I think we're seeing Reed. Cody Reed stay and get used because I think, as I tweeted last night, last night was a perfect time to get him in there to try to get him going because you get down to playoff time, penalty time. You need a second lefty in the bullpen. You got to have him. Now Finnegan, so did get, they mention him last night? He's it's, pitching off in some. He's somewhere. He's resurfaced somewhere in independent leagues or somewhere. Okay. He's not part of. He's not. He's not Reds. He's nobody's property. Okay. So here's our problem, though. We have. We say two. We struggle with Lorenzen. Kim at least does. And then we don't have who else. We, do we I, don't well, I think you got. You got. I think they're looking at Jones. Yeah. As a, as a guy, Sims has been getting more short stints. I thought he was going to be more of a long guy, but you know what? With the starting pitching you have right now, you don't need a long guy. Mm-mm. So. If we could get our starters to do like we did when we had Cueto and Latos and Bailey and Leak and Arroyo, seven innings. Remember the quality start definition was six innings, but those guys would go seven innings. I don't... Well, these guys are better pitchers than that. I I agree. I agree. Except for Cueto. Cueto's Cueto's a stud, but the rest are, you know... Yeah, but right now, Bauer and and, uh, Sonny, who's better than them right now in the league? You have to say exactly. They're they're up there with as the Coles. As, they're up there with the Scherzers. They're up there with Kyle Hendricks. I agree. And Castillo, Castillo could. Well, he's been fine. He's gonna he's gonna be fine. Well, I think Bell will probably change and start letting him be him in longer. I think he will he, too. And I might as well take a chance one way or the other. And that that's one way to go. Say, yeah, okay, okay. Give him another inning. All of them are gonna get one more inning, guys. Yeah. We got forty five games left. They have how yeah. many starts left? Ten. Yeah. Of course, they nine, tend to go by pitch nine. count, so maybe we, we're giving you we're, we're sending you unless pitch, we get rained out or or sicked out, and you have to go these yeah, double headers. Yeah. But nine starts left. Yeah. Let them go one twenty one thirty pitches. 
<laughs> I let him go 110. Let him go with disco. <laughs> let him go 80. <laughs> He's pitching tonight. Unfair. It was only one start. I, I get it. He's pitching tonight. We're doing this on Saturday morning. Uh, the Reds are six and eight right now. Our predictions before the season. So we're six and eight, and when we made those predictions, the playoffs were what they used to be, and now they've expanded to sixteen teams. Right. So if you're first or second place in your division, you're in. And then the two best records outside of that, the two best third-place teams or a third and fourth team from one of the divisions are in. Not that we need to amend that. And they gave away a couple. Gave away a couple. So I've I've said this before, too. An old friend of mine, guy I used to work with years ago, he was a big Yankees fan. And it was I worked I was around him a lot when the Yankees went in the in the Jeter glory years and they were winning a lot and they'd get off to a bad start or they'd have a stretch. And he never lost faith in the Yankees because he'd say, well, they've played as bad as they can play, and they're only this far out. <laughs> That's right. You know, That's so right. they've played as bad as they can play. And and last year, when the Reds had eight losses, got to eight losses, they only had one win. This year they got six wins. We still don't like six and eight. Yeah. But, but we're a few relief pitchers away from being really good. Yeah. If our relief That's pitching right. had been, what, anything close to even, even middle of the league – We'd probably be eight and six. Agreed. Agreed. Only middle of the league. If it was like what the Indians have had, which has been really good, we might be. Yeah, we might have three losses. Yeah, Yeah, three or four losses. But so, at what point do you say we're off to a bad start? Versus, no, Bill Parcells, you're you're who your record says you are. I don't think we're who our record says we are yet. I don't don't think so. I I think. I think we played about as bad as we can play because we're like, um, you know, in, in hitting, we're below average. We're, we're a below average offensive team right now. So one of those stats you love, WRC+, plus, which is like a, an overall offensive rating stat that a lot of the analy- analytics people really love. We're at 97 19th in baseball, 97, 100 being league average. So we're like three percentage points below league average. So we're just, we're not there. We're 18th in OPS. We're 16th in on-base percentage. We're 18th in slugging. We're 29th in batting average. So 14 games we've had Joey out for a few games. Yeah, Moose Moose has been out. Sinzel's been out a little bit. If we can just get and stay healthy. Right. Suarez has been weak. Winker's been weak until like the last two days. Yeah, Suarez has got to snap He's out. He's got to snap out of that. So that's what I'm saying. We've been about as bad as we could be with the. the there's three things, right? You got to hit, you got to pitch from starters, and you got to play defense. Play defense, and you got to have good relief pitching. So the defense has been eh. The relief pitching's been terrible. The starting pitching's been great, and the offense has been eh. Not as bad as the relief pitching as a yeah. compared to the rest of the league. The relief pitching's been the very worst thing. So. If they can all come up and if they can be like league average relief pitching, trouble is Jeff. This isn't the Yankees make it, with a 162 game schedule. No, it's not. We only got 45, 46 games left. So what I'm saying is, we've been as bad as we can be. If we get better, plus with the expanded playoff thing, they are not out of this thing whatsoever. No, no, we're not out of it. No, I don't think anyone here is saying that. And here's some other things into the into the hitting. There's a stat called uh, batting average of balls in play, which has a little bit of luck. It, it sort of says how lucky or unlucky you are. The Reds are dead last at 228. 
Now, baseball. explain batting average of balls in play. Does that mean line well, drive? Well, your batting average, it takes away... It's 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 no. So a foul ball would not count. No, no, it's your batting average of every time you hit a fair ball. But Joey hits a so line your strikeouts don't count in your batting average. So if you have fifty at bats and you strike out ten times, then it's forty. It's at bats. forty at bats. So what if you foul? What if you hit a foul ball? No, it doesn't count. It's just it's bat. No, it's not in play. Foul ball is not in play. Okay, so it's truly in play, yes, just like yeah. it sounds. But Joey gets credit for his line drive out. He gets. That's an Positive 0 for 1. For That's that. an 0 for 1. That's an 0 for 1. But but is it a good 0 for 1 because it was a line drive? No, it no, doesn't matter. No, okay. it's, just, it's just batting average of balls in play. So, like, it it shows that we're a little bit unlucky. And Votto has been very unlucky. Yes. We can count the times yes. he's been unlucky. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of line drives mm-hmm. caught by outfielders. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they're playing. I mean, they're maybe the, the defenses are just really well positioned yeah. on yep. our guys. Mm-hmm. You know? And so that, to me, that's a sign that – because. This early in the year, 14 games in, numbers are very extreme, right? And then there's correction that goes on through the season and gets you back to, like, what your baseball card says you are, right? And so I think because of that number, when I saw that number, I'm like, whoa. The White Sox are batting 330 on balls in play. Well, they're not going to hit 330 all year, balls in play. That's going to come down. And what are we hitting? 229. Now, the other part of that is, well, why is that? It's some luck, but it's not completely luck. Because they also measure on fan graphs. Um, they also have a, a column for percentage of balls hit hard, percentage of balls hit at a medium exit velocity. And I don't know what the measurements are, but hard, medium, and soft. And so the reds are like 27th in hard hit percentage. So that's part of it, too. They're that low? Yeah. That's probably... 36.8%. The Padres are hitting are like 47% of hard hit balls. Medium were second... Like forty nine percent, so like half the balls they hit in play are mediumly hit hard, and then we're really we're only twenty eighth in soft, so we're not hitting too many soft, but we're just been very medium. So mm-hmm. if they start hitting a few more balls hard, the balls in play get a little more lucky. Balls in play start more hits start falling in, more start. I mean, I, last night a couple a couple hits made it kind of through the infield, right? Yeah. Like you know, this that stuff. Is there any sport that that has more stats than baseball? Oh, it's it's, it's we're, incredible. We're, we're tracking medium hit ball. Well, you can do well. It helps you. It helps you. It Jeff helps. Ex, it helps explain. <laughs> it helps explain. No, why it's a cool stat. It helps explain why we're not hitting a ball. Yeah. My favorite stat: Whoa, wins and losses. Wins and losses. <laughs> there you well, go. that's the there one. The but these are the these are like. These Woba. are like the underlying Woba's reasons. Woba's a close second. Woba. Right. <laughs> EDP. Oh, EDP. That was mine. That was yours. That's tri-commissioner All right, stuff so, right there. So, Kim, you predicted we'd win a wild card but lose in the division series. Mm-hmm. What do you – you still stand by that? I have no that? reason to change it. I'm hoping we make – I hope I am hopeful that we get a wild card. Set. Right. Now, John, Mr. Helmick is not here to defend himself or what, at, at any rate, but he said we'd win the division but not reach the World Series. He – I don't know. He might. Ba- I don't know if he'd back off on the win the division right now because the Cubs look I pretty think good. I said the division too, didn't I? I got question marks because I didn't write it down. I think I said the division, but then I hit the World Series. Yeah. Um, how do you feel? Do you still think they can win the division? I don't think the Cubs can stay at their pace. So. So you think they still, still got play? A shot. Still got a shot. I said win the Central, reach the LCS. Does it? If does it feel a little less likely now? Maybe, but I still think. Being optimistic that they can 
they can get part, there. Part of my reasoning so that I'm not, they, I'm not ready to throw that away yet. Cubs have two Ask losses. me in 10 days. They have two losses? No, I think more than that. I think it's like three, four. Well, the part, Red, while he's looking, eight, part so of my reason and three. that they would not advance, you have to learn how to win. It's rare to have a team that goes from worst to first. That That's the exception. You have to learn how to win. Well, and well they got the start now. Yesterday, they yep. looked good. <laughs> well, the problem is, is this is the only year, this may be the year, because they're going to lose Bauer. Exactly. You think so? Oh yeah, he. We got Sunny again another year. Oh, right? you got Gray another Bauer year. Steady, you got Bauer said he'll definitely leave. I think his, I think that when we got him in the trade, okay, he's going to be gone after next year. Well, that's the assumption. Right. I don't know if that's. I mean, he can resign, but will they do that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Bauer, you never know. Well, I think the Indians, the, the learning how to win the Indians are case in point. They can't hit their way out of a wet paper bag, and yet. But they're still in first place, and yet they are. are I thought the twins were no, no, they're not in first place, but they're eight and seven. They can't hit a lick, and they're eight and seven. They're in fourth place. That's what pitching does. But there you go. Or they're tied for third. They're two and a half games behind the the Twins. The Cubs. The Cubs today are ten and three. The Brewers are five and six. We're six and eight. So the Brewers are four back. We're four and a half back. The Cardinals are like four back at two and three. I mean, they, they two and up. three. Wow. I mean, you know, and the and the Pirates, so they're they're three and eleven. <laughs> that that ship has sunk. That pirate ship is on Chris the bottom, Cross did come on the bottom my... of the ocean floor somewhere. Chris they're looking Cross somewhere to shop their best player right now. Until they and there's the no red. treasure down there to go hunt. Chris for. came into my office the other day they and he said, "We will be we will have the worst team ever." I said, well, I think the record for least wins is like 40 or 42 by the Mets. I said, you're going to beat that this year. So what you need to focus in on is, is the percentage. Is the percentage. Right That's now they're at 214. So I don't know what the worst, I don't know what the Mets percentage was when they. Well, 40 out of 160, right? So 25%. Yeah. So 25% of 60 is 15. So you got to have at least 15 to 17 wins to break the, the well, Mets wow, percentage. they really only had 40 wins one season? 40 or 42. Wasn't it their inaugural season when Casey, Casey Stingle was their manager? Casey Stingle? I don't know. That's before my time. Was it? Well, yeah. I was born. You I were can't born. You. You can't, I can't remember. I faintly anybody. remember that. <laughs> uh, well, Coach, who um, I know um, with um, our school president that we had back in the day, Dr. Dixon, and I know yeah. he knew some people down in Cincinnati. Uh, you, you coached against Eddie Milner when he played for Central State. Yeah. Did you ever get to meet or hang out with any Reds back in the back in the days? No, not to any great extent. I can't even remember. I, I went to uh, some um, Bible studies that Dr. Dixon had with uh, with some of the players. But, was that in the seventies? Was that the Big Red Machine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And didn't Frank Pastore come and speak in chapel yeah. in Cedarville in the, uh, the mid '80s? Too. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I remember what Frank was there. But I never, I never been. Uh, I've been with professional athletes, but not as much with with the Reds. Baseball. Do you remember who came to the Bible studies from the Big Red Machine? Do you remember uh, that? No. That's okay. No, I was too awestruck. <laughs> I was just. You're a fan. Yeah, yeah, my eyes were bugging out because they were the best around, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, they were. They were. I'll throw one more <clears throat> stat at you. So Fangraphs has this predictive formula called Zips, that they call it. And they <clears throat> updated it on August 6th at the 20% mark of the season. And they said that the 14th 
that the Reds are still the, are the 14th most likely team still to make the playoffs mm-hmm. with a 53.1% chance. And so then, as a part of that, they also they also ranked like the top 25 most irreplaceable players in baseball. And the way they did that was, with whatever projection formulas they had, they said take who's who take one guy off a team, and then what their percentage drops to if you mm-hmm. take that guy off the team. So the Reds at 53.1 percent at that point. If you take this certain player off the team, their chances drop to 46.4. And this, and, and, this, and this player is ranked as the 19th most irreplaceable player in baseball right now. So it's good to only have the, have the 19th. I wouldn't want to have the first, the top most irreplaceable player. Because if you lose him, I mean, you're really in trouble. Seems like that's going to be a pitcher. Uh, I think position Sonny Gray. Gray. Uh, yeah. Is he says Sonny Gray. I'm not telling. I'm no I hints. think it's Sonny He Gray. says Sonny Gray. Yeah. I'd say that's probably right. I agree. It's Trevor Bauer. Really? Trevor Bauer is the 19th most irreplaceable player according to their projections. See, I never heard of him until this year, I guess. I, yeah. Somehow, I just he, identified him. He pitched with the Indians. He had one really yeah. great season. He showed a lot yeah. of promise other times off and on. And uh, he's just been... I just said Sonny Gray because he had such a great year last year where yeah. Bauer was well, just... It's, and it's he based on, great with the Oakland A's. I think it's based on numbers this it's year, just mostly. with the Yankees that... Oh, it's just this year? Okay. Yeah. I like his results this year, too. Yeah, yeah. So. What does he get? 35 straight starts with six hits or less yeah. given yeah. up. Right. A major league record. That's incredible when you think about it. Really? You're going to have a bad, a bad day. Everybody has get, a bad day, right? You're going to get, you know, land well, it's all because the they don't let him go past the sixth or seventh inning. <laughs> <laughs> but, but think about a, a pitcher like that. that has a bad start, goes right. three innings, he gives up eight hits and seven runs. It's, it's just like, that's remarkable it what is, he's done. It is. I, I, to be I, that consistent. What's so. a prediction now? You, you guys I, are, you're saying they're going to I, I still think they have – I'm not willing to say they can't win the division. I think they will. I think they still can. I don't know if, if they will, but I'm not ready to bail on that yet. Do any of us think they're not going to make the playoffs? I I think That's I, in the back of my mind. There's eight, pe- we, eight teams you have said, the playoffs. You have said two or three times – we're a quarter of the way there. We're 15 games in of a 60-game season. We've right got now. to do something now. As bad as they played, they're only one out. Yeah, as bad as they played. I mean, to St. Louis point, has only played five or six games. They're going to yeah, point, they're gonna play pitching going to get better soon, we may not be the top eight. <laughs> right. The Cardinals are going to play a lot of doubleheaders, and that's going to – that feels like that would hurt them. It's hard to sweep doubleheaders. It's hard to. It's gonna. It's gonna take. It's gonna tax. Their, tear, it's yeah. gonna tax our pitching staff. Starting pitchers are going to be the difference. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't. The Reds are proven right now that it matters. You, you, you can't win without good starting, but it doesn't guarantee you anything either. So, I mean, if the guys coming behind them are awful. Well, it seems like you ought to be trying to get them to play seven innings well. Pitch <laughs> well for seven innings. Let's anyway. just have some. Let's have. Let's find a way to cancel a bunch of games and get a bunch there of double headers and play seven headers. inning games. Yeah. 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 Let Bauer let, pitch on one of them. Yeah. Yeah. That might be good for us, actually. Like Gray Every other Bauer pitch on double hitter. Problem is, you got to bring more guys in to start. That's why, like, an Anton yeah, had to start. Whoever come up with the time off anyway. Yeah. You know, well, they're not getting time off this every year. other day. No, yeah. Not this year. Not anymore. Dizzy and his brother would pitch every other day. Yeah. All right. I think we'll wrap it up with that. Can, so. I, can I quickly yeah. add something? Two Absolute. very quick stories about our friend here. Oh, go right ahead. Back in the day. Uh-oh. Two players who have told me I can, this. I can edit this out if you Mike don't like Smart, these stories. Mike Smart, wonderful friend, right? Yeah, he's a good friend. I know, I know Mike. Mike Smart well. had a game one time, shot like one for 11. Yeah, Coach Callan takes him out. 
And and Mike walks past coach and coach says, those shots will fall next time you're in, son. This is early in the second half. Mike says to me, I never realized that next time was the next game. (laughs) (laughs) Second story. Our dear friend Jeff Reap. Yeah. Jeff Reap comes in as a freshman. Yep. Something happened with the starters, and Coach was mad at the starters. So this next time they played, he had a bunch of different starters. Reap, the freshman, being one of them. Yep. Reap has a great game. Double-double. 15, 16, 18 points, 10, 12 rebounds. Reap says, I'm on my way. I've made my mark. I've, I, I, people know who I am now. I won't say he was a nuke Lelouch, announced my presence with authority, but I've made my statement. Next game, they play. He didn't play. Coach Callen plays every player except one, Jeff Reap. <laughs> They're in the locker room. Reap sitting in the He'd have been bench crucified in front on of the locker. He'd have been crucified on Twitter then. Yeah, he would have been. He would have been. You're right. He would have been. Coach Callen walks by and sees Reap. Jeff Reap's own words. Coach Callen says, Oh, Jeff, I forgot about you tonight. <laughs> we must have won the game. By the way. <laughs> two stories, two true stories by two men. Who love Coach Callen. They do. And it, it explains it explains so much and it's hilarious. And coach, I'm just so thrilled that you could be joining us today. Absolutely. Um, yep. And again, those two men love Coach Callen. Mike Smart, uh, sp- <laughs> you spoke to him recently, speaks of you so highly, so does yep. Reap. So uh, I had to share those two stories, wonderful stories of uh, Coach Callen. And he also coached a guy named Kurt Berger. Kurt Berger was the master of the bounce pass. He Fast was. breaks, you tr- you got a guy up, you throw it in, it gets swallowed away by the defender. Not with Kurt Berger, because that bounce pass would thread yeah. the needle, and someone would go up and lay it in. Keith so. Bell is a coach. We coaches are all the same. We're all good. <laughs> Just Keith Bell. You're always good as your players, right? <laughs> yeah, we're as good as the players think we are. Players win, coaches lose. Yeah, that's uh, Oh, yeah, that is true. You get too much credit and too much blame. That's true. All right. Excellent. Well, thanks for being here again, Coach, and you guys. Um, good good time here on Saturday morning, and uh, we look forward to lots more good discussions this season and hoping this team is, is going well. and. We're not sure when we'll get back to do this again, next couple weeks, hopefully, something like that. But when we do, hopefully we'll be discussing the first place Reds. That's right. Um, or at least a, above 500 Reds on their way to first place at the least. So and with that, we'll close. And as we always say, go, go Reds. Reds. Go Reds.